Don't you know that you so wrong, man? You're wrong and here's why. Chris and Greg don't see eye to eye. Like none of the time. Robert Covington sticks. I don't care what you think. How is LeBron James the king when he's ruining teams? Yo, wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. Yo, wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why. Chris Hordell joined by Greg Crone. Gregory Good, sir, how are you? I'm good. I'm almost happy that we had no football yesterday. After the, the weekend of football, yeah. like it, it was so much football. It was awesome football. And now we're here and it's like I get a little bit of a breather. Mm-hmm. And when you have zero invested in it and you just want good games, this weekend delivered. It delivered everything you could have possibly asked for. And then some. Oh, for sure. One of the absolute best weekends of football that I can remember in a long time. How did you feel about not having the emotional weight of an Eagles game? Oh, it was glorious. Like, <laughs> because there's no, there's no tension. Like, obviously, if you have money on games and things like that, that's different. Uh, you're invested at least a little bit that way. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, regardless of that, even if your bets are losing... Those are just fun games, like agonizing games in some situations, amazing game, like everything. It was just so much fun. It was an excellent weekend if you were a football fan. You can't beat it. Well, speaking of having some money on some of these things, I happen to have BovadaSportsbook.com open in front of me. We're going to take a look at all of the conference championship matchups, all two of them, <laughs> and we're going to talk about some futures, some other fun stuff. Maybe we'll talk about some of these speculative lines i'm honestly not sure what to call them for for possible super bowl matchups we have uh, we have four of those here man you're absolutely right though what this was an uh, this is the best weekend of football that i can remember i i i do not and i know we only had four games but every single one of them was outstanding ending with the best one I mean, honestly, yeah. Like the 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 worst game of the weekend because it was the least entertaining was the Saturday night game yeah. from Lambeau. But there was just so much drama involved in that game, and like to begin with, and then the craziness that happened in it. Like that was somehow the least boring game, or the, the <laughs> most boring game with like a ton of weird action that made it so much fun. But like every other game was just incredible, incredible. Like the Cincy, the Cincy Tennessee game, you have Derrick Henry returning. The Titans are the number one seed. The 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 Bengals are, you know, they're that upstart team. Here it is. They have their franchise quarterback and franchise wide receiver. They finally started to put it together. No one expects it from them, mm-hmm. and they just they, they just come out like guns blazing, going right after the Titans. Contain Derrick Henry. The the fourth down stop of Henry. Like what? Yeah. Like Henry, Henry didn't it would look Herculean effort to be out there. It didn't look like Derrick Henry though. No, absolutely not. And it, it's, it's one of those things that led me to, to fall on the side of the Bengals because anytime somebody comes back from like any type of foot injury, it's, it just doesn't, it's not the same. It doesn't work that mm-hmm. way, you know? Yeah, so, absolutely. And like you try, it, it would have been one of those things. Like if you had him as a fantasy player, and he came back in that week 16 or 17, whatever the championship week is. And you're like, do I put him in? It's like, well, no, because he's not going to be the guy that you're expecting. And it's just going to be maddening and disappointing. And that was real life for Titans fans because he was not the Derrick Henry that we expected. We got the A.J. Brown we expected. 
<laughs> we also I, got the Ryan Tannehill we expected. Well, that I mean, if that's not a if that game's not a sign to move on, but honestly, like the Titans deserve exactly what happened to to them. I and I texted you this after the game uh happened on Saturday. Like that last drive for the Titans, they were acting like they were on the 30-yard line just trying mm-hmm. to kill time and they were on their own 40. Like I don't <laughs> I don't understand what the thought process was. Like I get you don't want to leave too much time for, you know, the other team's quarterback <laughs> flash forward to Sunday, but like you also have to get in field goal range. Instead, yeah. because you lollygagged and kept wasting time, now there's 40 seconds left and you're throwing, you know, 20 yard passes downfield to to your fourth or third or fourth wide receiver in triple coverage. Like it's just it, 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 the Titans deserved every second of losing that the turnover. Like it's it's that's on the coaching staff for for trying to get too cute with it. And the Bengals made them pay. It's just the way it is. And now we get an awesome Bengals team who can't block anyone up front, but mm. still, still somehow manages to put together drives. Burrow's like a Terminator getting hit on every play and still st- somehow standing back up. Like it's, it's going to be, they're going to be a fun team to watch. And if this is anything moving forward with that franchise, they, they have a chance to contend for a while. Yeah. What was really interesting about that team too Burrow ends up 28 of 37, 348 yards, no touchdowns and an interception. If you were to, if you were told to tell me that the, that the Bengals were going to upset the Titans this week, I would assume, oh, Burrow has three touchdowns, four touchdowns. Nope. This was the Evan McPherson game. I mean, hey man, special teams matter. Like the, the, the ability to have a kicker who is ice cold in those situations, just like ice in the veins, ready to go. Can make every kick possible, 55 yarders, 25 yarders, doesn't matter. With weather disregard, doesn't it's it's just able to go out there and be absolutely automatic from wherever you can kick the ball from. It makes a huge difference in the NFL. It does. You see teams with with bad field goal teams or bad kickers or inconsistent guys, and it it makes it makes a huge difference. And McPherson in back to back playoff games has been their MVP basically. Well, I mean, yeah, to that end, I believe he became the first player in NFL history to make at least four field goals in two different playoff games in the playoffs uh in any given in playoff round in any given playoff year. And uh he's played he's literally played two games. He's a rookie. It's cocky as hell. It's nuts. The after after the game the Bengals tweeted out uh, that's why you draft a kicker. <laughs> They're not wrong. Bengals took McPherson with the 149th pick this past year, and you gotta think they're happy with that fifth round selection. Yeah, yeah, you would say so. Now the issue becomes is you need him to be a complete afterthought this weekend. Like you need him yeah. to be a complete afterthought if you have any potential well, chance. We'll, of we'll going get to this in. weekend's yeah. games, but yeah, I agree with that. Although I would have said that last week too. Some weird stuff yeah, happens in the NFL. Um, I think the there were two really interesting moments. Well, a lot of interesting moments, but specifically at the quarterback position, you know, we started hearing these whispers at the beginning of the weekend that, hey, maybe Tom Brady's thinking about retiring. And then the Rams beat the Bucks, and it beat them pretty bad up until, you know, the final score notwithstanding. The game was not a three-point game. It never felt that close. Did we see Tom Brady walk off the field for the last time? Actually, you know, Bavada has the odds of Brady 
uh, playing week one in the 2022-2023 season, yes, minus 450, no, plus 275. I, I thought no is, is not uninteresting no it certainly is interesting but i i unfortunately fall on the side of i i believe brady is coming back now to where i would assume obviously the bucks based off of you know contractual obligations but Mm. um sean payton doesn't care about contracts yeah no why would he um but that that uh that i don't think brady's gonna go out like that for a couple of different reasons one the way that that game played out and he was not good early on. I don't think he's a guy that wants to end that way. And yeah. he's also a guy that's coming off one of his best passing seasons of his career. Led the NFL in passing yards. Yeah, so the issue the issue becomes the team around him there. Like, you're, you're obviously, there is no A.B. He's busy posting memes of himself. Well, um, and and uh, desperately trying to get the Ravens to sign him. Yeah, and Godwin is... You know, I think he's a free agent, plus he, he tore his ACL. So now you're talking yep. about a guy who, even if he does come back, may not be back until the middle of the year. And if Yeah, that's an ACL. Be back next week. Would have been back for the Super Bowl. That's a good point. With today's medicine, you're probably right. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, uh, to me, the everything we know about Tom Brady, the competitive nature, et cetera, like, I think, I think this is this is one that, he can't he can't go out this way because that game was incredible like mm-hmm. it made no sense i remember looking it was <laughs> it was 27 to 3 and i thought to myself i ah, can't do it again like he can't come back from that in the second half of a playoff game like ag- yeah. again and the rams did every single thing possible to allow him to potentially do that including I, listen I understand the letter of the law, the rule of the rule, whatever's written in the rule book. That Jalen Ramsey Ramsey penalty, it's bullshit that it was a dead ball foul. Absolute Mm -hmm. bullshit. Like, get out of here with that. Like, it's, it was, if you even watch it in real time, like, you could say, oh, well, you slowed it down and it looks worse. No, 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 no. In real time, he is making a play on the ball. I understand the ball hit the ground, but he's Mm -hmm. making a play on the ball thinking the ball is caught. Like, that's not a dead ball foul. I understand why you call it that, but it's not. It's, it's yeah. just horrendous, horrendous in that situation. Yeah, I, I always thought there was a giant inequity between the offensive penalties and defensive penalties in terms of what they actually mean for the team. Because, you know, how many times have we seen uh, yeah, third, and, third and 17 and the, the defense does something stupid and it's a, triggers an automatic first down and there's no equivalent of that for the offense. There's no like, oh, holding on the offense on first and five or first and fifth, you know, 10, whatever. It's now fourth down. Well, it's the best is it's third and 25 and you get a five yard holding call. That's five yard penalty automatic first down. Like what? For reasons. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's somebody needs to look into to some of that because a lot of it doesn't make a ton of sense if we're being perfectly honest. So doesn't doesn't make any sense at all. Um, yeah, the other, the other big image, and I'm sure you've seen this a million times since it happened was, uh, was Mr. Rogers heading into the locker room potentially for the last time at Lambeau. Where do you think Rogers is going to play next year? I know. Or, or do you think he's going to play next year? All of a sudden we're hearing Aaron Rodgers might retire too. Actually, Bavada's got odds on that. 
Uh, they don't think he's going to retire for the record. Yes, minus 120. No, uh, plus 600 is will Aaron Rodgers play week one? I, I mean, while everybody thinks that Tom Brady is unbelievably self-serving, I don't know if there's a more self-serving, like, smug, arrogant, diva-type quarterback in the league than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I know he will be back somewhere next year. I don't see any way that he doesn't play next year. But it's it's amazing how like how much the game sort of becomes about Aaron Rodgers and not necessarily the Packers. It's it's weird. It's it's a weird, you know, conflict of he's obviously back-to-back MVP, probably, you know, top he's easily top 5 quarterback. That's a dumb thing to even probably. Um but he's he's easily a top five quarterback in the league still talent wise, but yeah. he just does dumb things and does does things that brings unnecessary attention to one himself. Like even the whole contract dispute last summer, like I don't I don't get it. Like you you guys have done nothing but make the playoffs and conference championships. What are what is the issue? You have. <laughs> Well, you keep losing in well, conference championships. That's a pretty big problem. But whose fault's that? Is that coaching? Yeah. Is that him? Like, he, how many head coaches can we go through? You haven't won a Super Bowl in 12 years. At a certain point, you have to look sort of inward and realize that, you know, maybe it's the way that I'm playing in these games that are the issue. And and it certainly showed this past weekend. Like, yeah. he was not good in that game. He wasn't. The funniest no. thing is somebody dug up the quote, from two years ago when they played San Fran in the conference title game uh, in San Francisco and they lost. And his quote after the game was, ah, we got to get one of these games at home, uh, you know, where it's 20 degrees below zero and see, you know, the elements are in our favor. And it's like, well, you just had that. You just had it. And you can't, you can't capitalize on it. Like, I don't understand what else you need to to get you over the hump you have one of the if not the best wide receiver he's in the conversation he's at minimum three in the mm-hmm. nfl aaron jones is a top five to ten running back in the nfl i think you're overrating aaron jones a little bit for, but he's a good football player for sure sure but for how he's used in that offense he is a spectacular nfl player um you have you you have guys like alan lazard who while oh, stop, he's, stop, he's stop. not great but you make yeah, him better. Yeah, you can better. end that conversation right there. Right, but you make him better, and you've made him better throughout, and then you didn't use him. You didn't use him in for, like, if you look on Twitter and you see the different highlights and things like that, that you can find, like, you're not throwing them the ball. That your whole, the whole season, all you did was spread the ball around to people and do things like that. And in the playoffs, you got fixated on, like, throwing the ball to Devontae Adams or trying to just be the hero. And it doesn't, it doesn't compute. You you change the way you play because of the playoffs, and do, is it because you want to be the main focus when you guys win? Like, is that what it is? I do, I just don't understand it. I, he'll be in like Denver or Chicago, not Chicago, Denver or um. Uh, there's another really good look. Potential. I'm gr- I'm glad you brought up that segue because we have odds right here, Pavada, for where will Aaron Rodgers play game one of that the next season. And uh, the Green Bay Packers are the odds one favorite, the slight favorite at plus 160, followed pretty closely by the Denver Broncos, like you just said, followed by at 210, the Pittsburgh Steelers at plus 400, the Miami Dolphins plus 600, 
And then coming in at one, two, three, four, five, sixth place, the Philadelphia Eagles plus 800. The Cleveland Browns plus 950, the Las Vegas Raiders plus 1100, and the New Orleans Saints plus 1500. Pittsburgh was the other team I was thinking. Because they, they have ha- Dwayne Haskins. Of course. But they have all the weapons in place and a defense. The issue is, is do you want to go to the AFC right now? The AFC is full of quarterback talent. Like yeah. you have, uh, I would say, top. Four of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL are probably in the AFC right mm-hmm. now. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know why you would want to do that when every year you're waltzing into number one seed. You're we're in NFC Championship games. Like, like it doesn't make sense to go that route. The best landing spot, I think. I wouldn't want to go to Denver simply because we're in the middle of a regime change. We're switching. Uh, you know, head coaches, you don't know what you're going to get there. Obviously, I'm sure they'll have someone by then, but... And Kansas City and the Chargers are in the division. Yeah, it's it's a bad it's a bad decision to go there. You can go, you can go to Pittsburgh and you can compete for the AFC North right away. Obviously, you're going to play Burrow, you're going to play Lamar. That's still really tough. It's still really, really tough. And Cleveland's defense, they may not have a quarterback, but they still have a defense that can, can that can compete in these games. So uh, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm only looking at NFC. And if there's not a good opening, then I'm, I'm done. I'm just staying in green Bay. Why? Well, at this point, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a hell of a lot to say in it. After all the bullshit that he pulled last year, this is going to be a best offer within reason gets the quarterback kind of situation. And I do think at the end of the day, it's going to be Denver. What happened? What happens to Green Bay Packers quarterbacks where they just lose their mind? Like, I feel like this happens. Well, I mean, you're there for 15 years in, yep. in the cold. That's true. <laughs> it just has that effect. But I feel like the, I same, the same kind of stuff happened towards the end of Favre's career. Well, Favre lost his mind well before <laughs> sure. he asked for a trade. Sure. But it's just, like, I, I don't know. Is it the Packers pulled the trigger too early on drafting uh, the the successor is that what it is? Because that's what has essentially ticked off Favre. Now, obviously, it worked out because they got Rodgers, and they've been perennial contenders the entire the, the length of his career. Yeah. So, what is it? Is well, that... and they did the same thing with uh, Jordan Love. Yeah, and I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think Jordan Love is the next Aaron Rodgers. I um, do not either. Yeah. No. So it's just like. Do they pull the trigger too early, and then it, it leads to just organizational chaos, starting at the quarterback position? That's a tough one, though, because they found themselves in a position where they had a, what, 36-year-old quarterback? They saw the guy dropping, who presented value, who they had rated higher, and they started thinking, like, oh, this worked pretty well last time. And That is a reasonable position to take. That's true, and it is a business. What is hilarious is... The fact that he's gonna he's gone out and won two MVPs in back the back to back years since that draft pick. Oh, that both fuck you MVPs it, to the Packers. It's it's gonna make the Jordan Love experiment in Green Bay next year if if that if it comes to that very very bad for Jordan Love. Yeah, this is like the uh, the, the the famous meme from the Last Dance. The and I took that personal meme 
Uh, and that's very much the case of <laughs> picking Aaron, picking Jordan Love there and not using that on a skill position player, not going out and getting Aaron Rodgers that first round wide receiver that he wanted so badly. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 could you imagine Aaron Rodgers with any of the the, the really talented first round uh, first round wide receivers lately? Well, here let's look. So that was the what the twenty twenty NFL draft. Uh, might have the, been twenty nineteen. That they picked Jordan Love? No, I think no it was 2020. 2020. That is correct. Yeah, because it's when... Okay, the, so yeah. they they take Jordan Love at 26. The next wide receiver, the next two wide receivers picked are T. Higgins and Michael Pittman. <laughs> They're stinking. Uh, LaVisca Chenault, K.J. Hamler, Chase Claypool, Van Jefferson. So you would have had to reach a little bit to go get... they. Ayuk goes one pick ahead of the Packers there to the 49ers. But... But, you know, but four I out mean, of those six guys you just mentioned contribute to teams where, like, T. Higgins and, and Pittman, Pittman's better than T. Higgins probably right now. I think T. Higgins, I think that you only think that because Pittman's kind of a de facto one in Indy versus Higgins a de facto three in Cincinnati because of the talent. Thing. Yeah, you're probably right. It, it's probably based off targets and things like that in my head. Um, yeah, I mean, like... T, would, T. Higgins had 74 catches in 14 games this year. He's very good. He's very yeah. good. As, as a third option for most of the season. Like, if you put him in Green Bay, he's putting up Devontae Adams numbers. Now, probably not touchdown numbers, but he's putting up Devontae Adams kind of numbers. And by the way, he's, uh, yeah, he's 22 years old. Yeah, he's... 23 years old. He's a, he is a budding uh, star wide receiver, and that Bengals team is going to do nothing but get better which makes them even scarier uh, if we're being perfectly honest. Um, but yeah, I mean the, the Packers, the Packers had every chance to try to help Aaron Rodgers from a skill position standpoint, but honestly, like he makes anybody look good. He makes Robert, he made, well, Tunyon got hurt in the middle of the year, but he made yeah. him a, a competent tight end. Like, Oh my God. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, you're fine. I'd have, I'd no, have... I just did not realize either T. Higgins or Michael Pittman had this, the kind of years that they had. Jesus. Yeah, Pittman had a really Pitt, good year, too. Pittman, well, they had about about the same amount of yards, and they had the same amount of touchdowns, but hey, Pittman had 88 catches in 17 games this year. Not like bad. The, I guess the, <laughs> the one difference I would point out is that Higgins just turned 23 literally a week ago today, and uh, Pittman's going to turn 25 later this year. I mean, I mean, not that it's over. He's yeah. over the hill, but I mean, no, I know what you, know, you mean. The two-year difference is a substantial. No, one. it is, especially in NFL years. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, that's it's it's going to be a very like. There's just so much talent in the AFC. Why would you ever want to go to the AFC? And I know you're not going to have the choice. I know you're not because you've essentially talked your way out of Green Bay, but. The NFC right now is the play. That it yeah. is the weaker of the two conferences. That is obvious. The Eagles made the playoffs and they stink. Like it, it, it just it, it's baffling. It's baffling that you're going to walk your way into like you said the NFC or the AFC West, and then also uh, just a, a loaded, loaded conference. Yeah. Like man, these these guys. This this second round. Produce some wide receivers, man. I know Claypool didn't, and I'm kind of stuck on this in my head. Uh, I know Claypool didn't have like the ascension t kind of year that we expected of him after last year, and but he still had 59 catches in 15 games. He did. 
I mean, and that's with a guy he, who doesn't have an arm throwing to him. Right. Think about what what Aaron Rodgers does with Alan Lazard and Marquez Valdez Scantling. Uh, and uh, think about it with Chase Claypool instead. I like, mean, Chase, not Cla- fair. Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, uh, and uh, who's that? Juju. Juju. Yeah, like put him put him in place of Big Ben. That Steelers team might win fifteen games. They oh, and have... Juju catches hundred and fifty balls. Yeah, like it, it's just it, it's crazy to not try to load the, the Packers and the Eagles might be sister franchises, like. Just not giving weapons to to people. It's it's very strange, very very strange. The the way you do something like that, man. The Eagles, <laughs> Jalen hurts two picks after after Trayvon Diggs hurts a little bit. Does it? That guy gives yeah. up a ton of yardage. I understand that he makes. Well, and he plays. also does not like tackling, but. <laughs> He's you know, he's a threat to score a touchdown any on any given play. That is true. <laughs> That's pretty good for a defensive player. I mean, you know, it almost has to be. Yeah, is those are the the, the the Eagles somehow managed to mess up every every draft that is good. Did I don't think we talked about this. Did you think Mayock should have gotten fired? No. I think he's done everything that that he needed to do to make that team matter again in terms of being a GM. I mean, you can't blame him. You can't blame him that guys are, are like, you can't blame him for the Henry Ruggs situation. You just, you just can't like, that's not his yeah. fault. I mean, yeah. And, and apparently with everybody, he kind of takes a dump on him for the Cleveland Farrell pick. But the story is that he wanted Devin white and John Gruden forced Farrell on him. I mean, that's that. Are you shocked? <laughs> that no, is... I mean, of course I'm not. Yeah. I think um, I saw I saw Mina Kimes tweet out that uh, that Mayock is like the investor who consistently hits on the long shots and misses on the blue chips. Huh. And it, it kind of makes yeah. sense. Like guys like Damon Arnett in the first round, he is he is not hit home runs with first round picks. But then you grab you know, the divine Diablos and the Max Crosby's and all of those guys laid in the draft. There might be something to him knowing a little bit about football, at least in turn, at least knowing a little something about draft prospects. No. Yeah. That's, that's certainly, that's certainly a good point. I mean, to me, like, I don't know if the Raiders were just thinking like, let's just clean house entirely and, Mm. and move on. But I don't think you were going to get somebody who was, had that, depth of draft knowledge right like i'm sure i mean i'm sure all these gms have a very good uh idea for scouting and things like that well maybe well they Um, rely on their their scouts a lot more mayock was the scout yeah it's it's tough it is i I don't i don't understand it and i was kind of surprised when i started seeing the reports that he was gonna get let go potentially i don't i don't get it but that again there, there's something that I've I've noticed over a period of time is that bad franchises stay bad for a reason. Mm. Like the Jets have been bad for twenty years or forty years for a reason. Same with the Giants. Same with like the Pittsburgh Pirates. Same like these organizations across all sports. Bad teams stay bad for for good reason. 
because they do things like this. They move too quickly. And especially now in the NFL, the expectation is so... The expectation for turnaround for new regimes is so fast. I mean, guys get one year, two years max if they're not producing some sort of, you know, confidence or anything like that. It's move on and we'll we'll go figure something else out and try to start over. And it just, it's hard to sustain that. It's amazing that Matt Rule thinks that he has seven years to, to rebuild Carolina because his Crazy. contract was seven years. Like that's... That's an insane prospect in today's NFL. And you're lucky that you're still employed now. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's extraordinarily lucky he's still employed. Uh, maybe I'm just being daft and I didn't know this, but did you know Mayock was a sca- one of the scab players during the 1982 NFL player strike? I, I did not know that. Yeah, he played. He played. That's how. So he gets he gets picked by the, the Steelers in the 10th round in 81, but gets cut. Plays in the CFL that year. Uh, in 82, the, the NFL player strike happens. He plays the first two games of the season as a scab. Uh, players come back, and he immediately tears his rotator cuff. Uh, and he's put on injured reserve at that point. Then gets in, IR'd again in 83 with knee surgery. Um, plays one game before he goes on IR again. Uh, man activate- lives for the IR. Yeah, hey, look, if if you can just uh, sit on the IR in the NFL, that's not a bad place to be because you're putting money, you're you're, you're collecting pension years and you're collecting game checks. True. Um gets put on the IR 83, activated from injured reserve list after clearing medical waivers. November 19th, 83 plays the remaining 5 games of the season and uh, is waived by the Giants in 84, and that is the the end of Michael's professional football career ends up uh, ends up doing some other stuff after that. Yeah, I mean, at least he made it commercial to the real estate. Hmm. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Commercial real estate—that's where the money's at, Chris. That's how you do it. Well, we can start a real estate company in addition to our other endeavors. Do we have the time? That's fair. He was calling. He was calling Thursday night football on the NFL Network with Brad Nessler, twenty eleven to twenty thirteen. I I missed a lot of this guy's career. I mean, do you remember when he was the the color guy for the Eagles preseason games? Right before no, he, he got. Was, oh, that right, that I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right before he got the job with uh, the Raiders, Mayock was the color commentator for the Eagles preseason games. And and my guy Ross is doing it now. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. It's just the funny, like, I would have never expected Mike Mayock to be to be the guy doing that when I turn on and get Scott Graham and Mike Mayock giving me the call on ABC for some reason. Well, well Mayock's a Philly guy. I went to Haverford, um, then went to BC after that. But, yeah, shout out to uh, Ross Tucker, friend of the show, doing the Eagles preseason games and every other college football game it seems like during the season i mean hey you gotta you gotta hustle i get it guy, i love the guy it. works the guy works you can't uh can't take that away from him let's uh, let's do some picks gregory we've got uh two games this weekend uh and it seems like a little bit of a letdown after this but they're pretty exciting games the cincinnati bengals travel to kansas city sunday night well sunday 3 p.m and Bavada has the Chiefs minus seven. 
Well, it's two games that we just recently saw, which is True. the crazy part. I mean, the Chiefs-Bengals played an absolute epic, and it's essentially what cost, I think it's what cost the Chiefs a shot at the, the bye late in the season, and or at least took them out of the driver's seat. Seven's a lot of points. It's a lot of points uh, for this Chiefs team. I mean, or for this Bengals team to, to be favored by that. They've played in almost nothing but close games down the stretch uh, throughout clinching the division, et cetera. I mean, they they step up in big-time spots and have for the past, you know, six weeks. I think, I think this is a really, I think this is a much tighter game than that seven alludes to. Obviously, there's always the chance that the Chiefs just do what the Chiefs do, just like they did at the end, of, just like they did in the AFC, uh, the divisional round against the Bills, which absolutely gut-wrenching, gut-wrenching mm. loss if you're a Buffalo Bills fan. I, I, still, I, I still haven't even texted my cousin who's a Bills season ticket holder because I don't even know what you can say in that situation. <laughs> like, it's to, to score with 13 seconds left, like, there is zero doubt in my mind if I was a Bills fan, if that's the Eagles, I'm popping champagne. I'm saying yeah. we slayed the dragon. We came in, we got revenge. Oh, wait, what happened? What? Why, are we, why are we going to overtime? What? what like, like it's, it's, in, it's illogical to think that that was even possible. But, and yet totally expected. I, of course, of course. And then you get Pat Mahomes just... Like proving why he's considered the next greatest quarterback of all time, or like the the potential there. Andy Reid, four straight AFC Championship games, like hosting four straight, which is nobody's ever done. This guy yeah. outside of Belichick, I don't know how you can argue this guy isn't the best coach of all time. I mean, I know the titles don't stack up to guys like Noel or Lombardi, uh, Bill Walsh, those kind of guys, but I mean, like. Nobody, there's nobody who can say they've gone to the championship, the conference title game four times in both conferences. Like the, the, the it's crazy. It's crazy. It's why I think he's Marv Levy all of a sudden. I mean, sure. I don't think Levy went in both conferences, but I understand. No, but he went 19 Super Bowls in a row. Oh, well, hey, I hear you. That's yeah. a true number. Don't look it up. <laughs> I'm not going to. Um, I would never fact check. Uh, Thank you. Yes. It's not what we're here for. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, I do think the Chiefs win this game. I think this is a situation where the Bengals are just they're they're the the team this year that took that huge step, and this leads to future success for them. Which is crazy. It's almost hard to say that though, because with the AFC and how stacked it is currently, I don't know what future success holds for any of these guys. Like mm. you look at you look at a guy like Allen. Like I know he's twenty five, but you beat you you beat the Chiefs in this round. You have a very clear shot at winning a Super Bowl potentially this year. Who mm -hmm. knows what happens moving forward, whether it's team, free agency, players, injuries. Like, th there is never a time to waste an opportunity in, this, in sports when it comes to having the ability to win a championship. And Josh Allen did everything he possibly could to beat the Chiefs. And it, mm -hmm. it was just not enough. And it's the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs beat the Bengals. We go to another Super Bowl third straight. And and we see who they play. I think this is this is it. I think it's the Chiefs, but they don't cover. Bengals cover the seven. Chiefs win outright, and uh, that's it. Speaking of uh, the Bills, did you see? And you had to watch pretty quickly to see it. 
Did you see the incredibly stupid thing that Stefan Diggs did this weekend? Yeah, when he hit the uh, he hit the streaker guy. Oh my guy. god! Why you're just asking to be sued? Uh, honestly, who cares? How much is that guy actually gonna get? You're an NFL oh, player. Oh, well, that guy! That guy's neck is broken now, didn't you? I, mean, uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I know. I know what you out. mean. Um. Yeah. That. Wow. Just really fucking stupid. Well. Uh, out here, I want to. I want to play a, f- a little game here since we have uh, fewer games to look over. Give me a. Give me a final score. Give me a prediction. I'm gonna say. Because this is where the money is. You hit that exact score. Yeah. Man. I'm gonna say thirty-one. Twenty-three. Thirty-one twenty-three. No, sorry, because that means they would cover. Thirty-one twenty-six. I'm gonna say. All right, thirty-one twenty-six. Thirty-one twenty-eight, twenty-seven, twenty-four, twenty-three. Uh, twenty. I don't have. I don't have twenty-six up here for thirty-one. Not even an option. I mean, um. You could score twenty-six points in a game. I've seen it, but. Let's say let's say thirty one twenty seven then. How's okay, that? Okay, that Bavada can give you plus twenty four thousand on. I mean, pay me my money. Let's go. Lock this in, even though it is not exactly what you thought. <laughs> um, let's do some quick math. How do how do we get to twenty six? How do you get to twenty six? Uh, well, 26? first you get to eighteen. I mean, so. it would require a safety. The easiest way. Three touchdowns to safety and a field goal. Sure. Or you get three touchdowns, uh, two two-point conversions and a field goal. That's eh, true. And with today's you really NFL. Can, you can get to anything. Yeah. It's it's crazy now. With two-point conversions being so in play, you really can get to, to essentially anything. So, I mean, I, 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 let, 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 we'll stick with 31-27, but 31-26 would be astronomical. If that hits, Chris, and it wasn't, and I didn't have any cash on it, I'd be... Sorely disappointed. I mean, put some cash on it. Money to, where your mouth is, Gregory. Um, we are also taking, we're taking Bengals don't cut, co- they're not covering, right? No, we can't do that. That doesn't get us anything. I can't, I don't know if we can parlay the exact score. You probably can't. You probably can't put like a, a special bet like that in with something else. Yeah, and that would get real crazy real quick. It would be utterly insane. <laughs> you, think, you think we're buying just the, the Denver Broncos. We're buying the entire state of Denver. Uh, Colorado. I mean, Sorry. I said state so we don't even have to move them. No. We the own the entire state, state, of state of Colorado. Isn't that a, uh, isn't that a, isn't that a Douglas movies thing? It very, I think it actually is. <laughs> it's been, it's been so long since I've checked in on that show, but it most yeah, certainly it's a, is. It's a TJ Miller thing, I think, right? I think oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, everybody's terrible is what we're learning. It is. So it, cool. That is a 100% factual statement. No matter who your heroes are or who the people you are fans of are, more than likely they are, in society's eyes, have done something absolutely horrendous at some point. Correct. This is why, uh, this is why you should not be famous, because they will find the stuff you did. Uh, 100%. That's how this works. Only thing holding me back, Greg. Over <laughs> under at Pavada is 54 where we stand. I think it goes over. I think it goes over. I, I, there's just too many points to be had. Um, the, the Bills prove that the Chiefs secondary, and especially if Honey Badger's still out uh, mm-hmm. or hasn't fully recovered from the injury suffered early in that game, 
that secondary is ripe for the picking, but also the Bengals defense isn't exactly world beaters uh, in, in on defense. So I think I think this game goes goes well over. All right. Well, yeah, you you did pick the score, and that wouldn't be the over. So I guess I guess I didn't really need to ask that question. But here we are. It's a podcast. We might as well talk about it. The San Francisco 49ers travel to Los Angeles to take on the Los Angeles Rams, and Rams fans are begging. Well, the Rams are begging Rams fans to not sell their tickets to 49ers fans. Fair enough. Bavada has the Rams minus three and a half at home. (sighs) I mean, we just saw them. We just saw them. The Rams are the entire reason that the 49ers are even in the playoffs. They blew a seven-point lead with two minutes left. Mm. Like, And if you're the 49ers, there is nothing but confidence leading into this game. Absolutely nothing but confidence. For sure. Because like, you, you just took out Tom Brady. Or no, you took out Aaron Rodgers, the league MVP. And you have your defense is playing out of its mind. This is how teams win in the playoffs. They win with games like this. Like, very, very... Like, just beat them up, smash mouth, in-your-face football. And that's what the 49ers defense can provide. If they can hurry Stafford, they can force him into dangerous throws, potential bad, you know, bad picks, those types of things. And then you have to just control your own destiny on offense. The Rams, the Rams may have won that game, but they played so sloppily in the second half that it, it would be hard for me to just say overconfidently. I think the Rams win this game going away, no matter how mm-hmm. good they looked and how you know how good Cooper Cup looked and how you know they were able to overcome all the craziness to to pull that game out late. But to me, I think the Forty ers are playing with house money at this point. Um, you don't know what the future of Jimmy G holds. I don't know how. Like I get that you made the draft pick. But if this guy goes to a second Super Bowl, what are we doing? Like, what mm-hmm. are we doing? I, I'll, never under, I'll never understand it. I mean, I will when he throws like two pick sixes in week seven next year. I'll be like, that ah, mm-hmm. probably should move on. But I just think that they're in a very good spot here. And there's something that is worrisome about the Rams and their ability to lose focus in games, right? That that is that is troublesome. However, their offense is extremely high powered. Don't hand the ball off anymore. Stop doing that. That that doesn't seem to pay off at any point. No matter how many times uh buddies of mine said, Man, it's amazing that Cam Akers is back out there. It is amazing that Cam Akers is back out there. Tearing your Achilles in July and playing a game in January is incredible. Mm-hmm. You cannot fumble. Cannot fumble in the playoffs. Yeah. You can't fumble twice in the playoffs. It's insanity. Like I, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand how you keep going back to the well. There, this is going to be a divisional, absolute crazy knockdown, dragout war. I think. I think the Forty ers cover, but I think we get Rams Chiefs in the in the title game. I think together in the Super Bowl. All right, give me, uh, give me exact score. Twenty-one fifteen. All right, Rams twenty-one. And I know that means they don't. That means the Niners wouldn't cover. Um, 
but I just think that there's there that's just something that to me falls into place. Craig, you are just keep picking numbers. How is twenty one fifteen not an option? I don't look. I, I didn't do any of this myself. Uh, we have twenty one thirteen fourteen. How about eighteen? Twenty one eighteen an option? No sir. I mean, this is incredible. Twenty one twenty. We'll do it that Wait, way. I wonder if is it the other way. Twenty one twenty. Okay. I can give you plus twenty thousand on that. I'll take it. Oh Jesus! Okay, this is fun. You can do parlays specifically when it's just exact scores. Put them two together, buddy. Let's get rich. Oh my God! All right. <laughs> wow. Um, we've we've done the parlay stuff a lot. We've well, we've we've looked at the Pavada cards to see what we could potentially potentially win we've talked uh, about buying states and football teams and all the like this seems like the way to do it greg we've never gotten above i think our highest was like plus five hundred and forty-four thousand. um where do you think we are now just guessing two this is a, a two pick parlay exact score i mean it's got to be like plus uh, two million Plus four point eight million. A hundred dollars wins four point eight million dollars. Let's get rich. Like I might yeah, I might just put a hundred bucks on that. <laughs> might just put a dollar on it. Let me get four hundred and eighty grand. What are we doing? That's not how that works. It would be but that's nah, forty eight thousand. Let me get forty eight thousand dollars. <laughs> I don't care. Listen. Times is tough, Chris. It's time Ten to get... bucks wins you half a million though. I mean I Ten bucks. Let's roll. Let's. All right, let's, let's get it. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna do this, but now I need to know. So let's let's exact. We're going. We have our Super Bowl teams. Our Super Bowl is the Rams and the Chiefs. Let's go to that. Uh, we're gonna pull up because we've got these speculative lines, Greg. Rams, Chiefs. Bavada has the Chiefs minus three. Um, that's not super important. We can talk about that next week, or in a couple of weeks. Well, probably next week as well. Oh, they're Pro not going to let baby. us. We got the Pro they're, Bowl talk. Ugh, they're not going to let us exact score. That's such a bummer, but also fair. Um, but here's what we've learned. Here's what we've learned. I, can we, like, I just want to see what the numbers end up being. Can we, like, tack on... An exact score for like a basketball game or something? Did they let you Let's, do that? That would be insanity. I'm looking at it right now. Okay, so it doesn't. It lets us tack on specialty wagers, not necessarily exact scores. Just for example, I'm on the Spurs Rockets game, and say the. The Rockets were to win by 21 or more points, which would be surprising, is plus 10,000. But plus 10,000 is also substantially lower than than any of the perfect than the odds we would get for the exact score in the football games, probably by a factor of three. Correct. Uh, that that <laughs> adding that. Uh, oh my God, Greg, like, okay. So adding that, oh, here it is. This is the craziest shit I've ever heard in my life. 
We've got Rockets by 21 or more points against the Spurs. We've got Rams 21, 49ers 20, exact outcome. And Chiefs 31, Bengals 27, exact outcome. Your dollar, Gregory, and now would win 4.8 million. Ooh, let's 100 go. Bucks, 100 bucks wins $489 million. I mean, that's insane. It's a three-pick parlay. <laughs> How is that even possible? Like, there's no way this could pay it out, right? I don't know. That's a, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. I, I need to reach out. I need to find out what the biggest, like, what the biggest payouts were. I, and I'm, I don't know if they want to keep, like, I, I bet you that we don't, we're never going to know what the biggest payouts were, because I'm sure they want to keep that hush hush. But four. $489 million. It's a lot of scratch, buddy. On a three-pick parlay. Like, how many units do I get for that? It's, it's a lot. It's a lot of units. Do you just win the season outright? You might have like to. It's done? We actually almost had a situation this past week that somebody somebody may have, uh, w- would have potentially won the season outright uh, with, with the, un- they went all underdogs. They yeah, went, I know who it was, and I don't want to hear about it. Uh, believe me, it's, <laughs> it, we're, we're taping the show relatively soon after this, and we will be yeah. discussing this in a heavy rotation uh, on that show because I am most certain that that person is extremely disappointed. Uh, in, well, that makes in me happy, at least. <laughs> um, you got to talk about this, Greg. You got to talk about the fact that our three-pick parlay wins $489 million on a $100 bet. Oh, believe me, I'm going to. I'm going to bring this up. Like, this is just dumb. It, it really is. Like, it really is. It doesn't make wanna, any I sense. I want to add one more, just for kicks. Why not? I want to add one more. Uh, we, got, we got Mavericks Rockets. Uh, and let's see. Matt, what, another, like... Oh, Jesus. This is going to just screw everything up. Uh, all right. Mavericks Rockets. Props. We've got each team scores 31 plus points in each quarter. <laughs> it's, it's plus 100,000. Oh, it just broke. It just completely broke it. That's yeah. That's usually a problem. Let's see if we can, let's see if we can go down to like a, find a plus 10,000. Uh, just before we get out of here. A lot of, pro- a lot, a lot of props on this. Although I'm not finding what the one I did before. Highest scoring, record a double double. Uh, look, I just all right. Let's let's make it an easy one too. Steph Curry has a double double. Okay. I have to. <laughs> all right. This is as far as we're gonna take it because I mean it is kind of crazy right now. So our four pick parlay: Rockets by twenty one over the Spurs. Steph Curry double double against the Mavericks, Rams 21, 49ers 20, Chiefs 31, Bengals 27. Gregory, your dollar is going to win. Let's see. Is it 19.5 million? Um, and for those who are doing the math along with us, $100 in this scenario wins $1.9 billion. I mean, let's go. Four pick parlay. Imagine what we could do with $1.9 billion. I can't wait until next season when we can do exact score wagers. Yes. For, for you know, the, <laughs> what is it, our 12 teams? 
How quickly does it get to a trillion? The the first trillion dollar wager. I mean, we're 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 gonna set some records next year, buddy. Setting absolute records. I'm gonna become obsessed with exact exact points parlays. I think okay. Real problem. I was just thinking about. I was thinking about this as we were we were doing this. Like you put down ten bucks on just like a handful of game, a handful of outcomes. You do pretty good. <laughs> we really could. Like, like it, it, just by accident. You could do. You could do pretty good. I I really want to know how long it takes to get to a trillion dollars. I mean, I, I'm suspecting that would not be paid. <laughs> I, there's no way. I don't know how you could even. I don't know how you could even float that as an option to pay somebody that kind of yes. But don't give me the option to bet it. Don't that's give me true, the option. That's true. That's on you. Okay. In this hypothetical scenario, you pull, even if, let's just say this four this four pick parlay hits, like how quickly after the the last outcome from the fourth game do you get a call from the oh, the book? So quickly, like <laughs> your your phone would ring immediately. Like Mister Bavada is on the line. You listen, we're gonna have to hash this one out in annuities or something. I don't know how this is gonna work. That's how that's how it's gonna have to happen. Yeah, he's like, hey, we're uh, a little short this month. We're we're gonna be a little light. Um, our bed. <laughs> yeah, I can offer you most of the company. Yeah, you're. Did did you know that you're now the majority shareholder in the company? Major tax implications, by the way. You you're gonna want to talk to your lawyer about nah, that. We'll figure that out. I'm not that worried. And that's probably a good problem to have. <laughs> Is that it, it? It might be. It might not be. Dude, I can't. I I can't even tell you how excited I am for. I, it can't even be a preseason. Preseason. Who cares? I just want to see a twelve pick parlay, all exact scores. I mean, right? Like that has to. That's gonna. That the odds would be astronomical. Like because we got we we got to one point nine billion on a four pick parlay. Using a plus three hundred and a plus ten thousand, the lowest exact score was plus twenty thousand. Yeah, I'm in, buddy. Like if this I'm was in. if this was all exact scores right now, like I think we're at like three point five billion dollars. We're just this is we're talking about getting rich. We're, we're talking, talking no, about this is not rich. rich. This is like stupid generational rich. Me, you, Bezos, we got this. It's a big three. Yeah. Big three. How'd always, you guys make always... your money? Ah, uh, well, you'd be amazed. Big parlay. Yeah, you'd be amazed at how uh, how crazy a parlay pays out. <laughs> yeah, we were we were shocked that the, the the book paid, but I mean, they just sent a Brinks truck to the house that next day. We're, we're on the next Blue Origin flight. Me, you, and Bezos. All right. Last thing before we're out of here, I know you got some recording to do. I asked this question to Matt. You probably know what it is. If I'm not a Jeffy fan, but if if Richie B called up and he's like, "Hey, I got a seat. Do you want to go? You going to space? No. Good God, no. I'm not, I'm not going to, go to space. Why would you me? want? To, it's not actually going to space, right? It's it, for, but you're it's technically you're going to space. You're outside of the Earth, the Earth's orbit. Yeah, yeah. I I understand the technicalities. Well, not orbit, but you know what I mean. I understand the technicalities, but if I'm going to space, I want like 
I'm floating on the space station space. I'm hanging out. It's me, Zoe One Hundred, not Zoe One Hundred. It's Xenon, uh, <laughs> the, the the Disney Channel television show. Which one was Zoe One Hundred? Was that Zoe One Hundred One? Was, uh, was that Jamie Lynn, Lynn Spears? I'm yeah. thinking Xenon. Uh, God, it, it's so Warrior dumb. Princess. No, not Xena. <laughs> Xenon Disney show. I don't know, man. I'm telling you, I need that. I need girl of the Xenon girl of the 21st century. I need that. I'm, I'm, I need to be living on the space station. Me flying an extra like 20,000 feet up in the air, that does nothing for me. I'm out. I mean, I wouldn't really want to go to space regardless, but I'm definitely not doing that. I'm just going to keep putting this out there in the world. I'm willing to go. Bezos if, is if, there in his cowboy hat, dude. Get out of here. If, if somebody wants to give me a ticket, somebody wants to give me a seat, I'm there. I'm saying yes right now. I'm just announcing that. Blanket statement from a legitimate operation. Uh, Listen. I'm in. I don't... I don't I, we, might have a, we might have a space program soon. I mean, with all this money floating around? Absolutely. Gotta spend it somehow, right? How else? How else? Do, what do they expect us to do? Not spend the money? Yeah, we're, gonna have, we're gonna be able to buy everything on this planet. We're gonna have to find new planets to buy shit. I know, right? Yeah, I'm excited about that. All right, that's uh, going to be it for this week's episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why. For Greg Crone, I'm Chris Horwardell. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here next time.